Welcome to the Lifting Lessons at Lunch, hosted by Calvary Baptist Church of Statham, Georgia. My name is Matt Dibler, and I have the great privilege of pastoring Calvary Baptist Church. This podcast can be heard every Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock. And now, here is our speaker for today. Hello, and welcome again to the Lifting Lessons at Lunch. Here we are, another day, and what a joy it's been to be going through the book of Philippians. I'm glad that you have been right here with us as we have studied the scriptures together, and we are enjoying the way and the pattern of the studies that's been going on. I hope that you'll go back and review some of them if you missed them and kind of bring you up to speed. But we are in the final verses of Philippians chapter number four. Wonderful verses of scripture. Philippians is a great book to study and a very encouraging. Uh, My God shall supply all your need. And when you think about those verses like that, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. A lot of great healthy teaching in the book of Philippians. Paul is writing to the church at Philippi and in essence he's writing to all our churches and giving us instruction because what we find out is there's nothing new under the sun and there's no different people they're just different places and different faces and and what we find is characters we find in early bible times and early churches are still the same today there are those that are faithful ones that are there are those that have stick by the stuff and stay by the word but we have warning because there are those that would come in and deceive and that's the same thing it is today and matter of fact the Bible warns as we get closer to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ that this will be more and more obvious around us and we have got to have a determination to stay with the Bible. I want to encourage you in all of our studies stay with the Bible. It is not, it is not my goal to promote necessarily Baptist, although I am a Baptist because I believe we're as close to the scriptures as we can possibly be, and yet, hey, can we improve? Obviously. And so my, my goal throughout the lifting lessons and my preaching and everything is not to be necessarily denominational, but to be biblical. It is very important that we base our life on the very word of God and that we make sure that our beliefs, convictions, stands, preferences, whatever you may say, um, that they all line up with the scriptures and that they are Bible-based. Um, this has been a great study, and it comes down to these verses, and some people might would look at verse 20 through 23 and say, well, this is just his closing out. He's giving his closing remarks, and he's saying farewell and goodbye, and it's just nice, and it's just proper in letter writing to do this. If you think of these verses this way, you miss out on a great blessing because let me read the verses 20 through 23 as we close out the book of Philippians 4 and share with you what I believe to be a very special blessing. The Bible says, Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Salute every saint in Christ Jesus. The brethren which are with me greet you. All the saints salute you, chiefly they that are of Caesar's household. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Again, just at face value, you would think that that's a final salutation, if you will, or a goodbye, farewell, and a good proper way to close a letter. And that it is, but it's so much more. And I want to break it down just a little bit in the time that we have in this lifting lesson at lunch. Of course, in verse 20, where he says, 
Unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. The Bible says, whatsoever you do, therefore, uh, do all to the glory of God. Everything in our life, again, ought to be gauged according to Scripture, but it also ought to be bringing glory to God. And those two work hand in hand. If we are based and steeped in Scripture, then we will glorify God. He goes on to say this, Salute every saint in Christ Jesus. The brethren which are with me greet you. We need to be very conscious of our brothers and sisters in Christ all around us. We shouldn't just pick a certain few to be friendly with. It says to salute, to greet, to uh, comfort, to encourage every saint. And folks, every child of God that you know, every Christian, they're going through something. And so the instruction Paul is giving here is to salute every one of them. Don't just select a few. Salute every one of them. Encourage them. Pray for them. Offer words of encouragement to them. Then he comes to this verse, and this is a verse that really, really blesses me. By the way, Paul follows that uh, in, uh, encouragement to salute every saint by an example of that, by saying, the brethren which are with me greet you. All those brethren that were with him and Paul himself is greeting them, and he wants them to follow that example and be an encouragement to all the saints. But then he says in verse 22, a great blessing. If you're not careful, you miss it. All the saints salute you. And then he says this little phrase, chiefly they that are of Caesar's household. That is a wonderful verse if you know the surroundings around this verse. Caesar's household was not an easy place to be if you were a devout Christian. Uh, Caesar's household was, had wickedness going on. And Caesar's household had uh, opposition to the Christian faith going on. And there was some terrible things taking place. But Paul, under the divine inspiration of God, gives us the word of God. And it says, all the saints salute you, chiefly they that are of Caesar's household. That speaks volumes to me because what it tells me is, no matter how hard life gets, and no matter how tough it is, God has a remnant. There's still people serving God. There's still people serving God in places that are difficult. Now, folks, we have to be honest here in America. We have not had a very hard struggle serving God. We sometimes act like we're suffering and we're being persecuted, but we really don't know what real persecution is like other people. But I want to say there's places in this world that it's very difficult to maintain a godly testimony. To be a Christian in those places is very difficult. But God says, hey, there's still some people serving God even in those difficult places. And he says that here, chiefly they that are of Caesar's household. These are folks that are on the front line and they're facing the devil every day and they're facing wickedness and they're in Caesar's household, which has a lot of things going on that should not be. And where it's very hard to be a Christian. And yet Paul says, hey, there's Christians around that are saluting you and encouraging you. And especially those that are in Caesar's household. There's still people serving God there, even though it's not an easy situation. The surroundings are difficult. There's still people that love God and they're serving God. And I want you to know that they're serving God even in a difficult place. So we have no excuse not to serve God when we have it really easy in our surroundings. He finishes out with this right here. The grace of our Lord, Jesus Christ, be with you all. Amen. Folks, it's grace that brought us safe thus far and grace that will lead us home. Paul comes all the way through with all the instructions that 
you that have shared with us on these lifting lessons and all the things that we've learned so far. Um, he comes down to the final chapter and to even to the final verses and he says encourage one another salute one another don't select just a few select them all the ones that are with me are encouraging you and there's people in the places that are the most difficult place in the world to serve God they're still serving God so we encourage you to serve God and he comes down to the very last verse of the last and he says it's grace it's all grace folks when you see somebody struggling you remember it takes grace for us to be where we are. We pray for the grace of God to be abounding to them in their circumstances. And it's going to take grace for us to make the stand that we need to take in these last days. And as we're saluting one another, as we're encouraging one another, as we're realizing we're not the only ones serving God, remember it's grace that brought us this far and grace will lead us home. I love the old song, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound, that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Grace is still available for everybody. And if you have happened by our uh, podcast today and you're watching this and you see this and you, you're not, you don't know what this is all about and you don't know about salvation, God says, for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. If you've never been saved by the grace of God, I would encourage you to bow your head right where you are and ask God to forgive you of your sin and ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart and save your soul. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I trust that you will be born again if you've not been saved. If you are saved, remember, there's other Christians serving around the world. Some of them are serving in very difficult circumstances. And we need to be praying that God would help them just like those that were in Caesar's household, but they're still serving God, even though it's very difficult. And that's encouraging to us. Thank God for his grace that gave us the scriptures and gave us the book of Philippians. Father, thank you for this passage of scripture that encourages us to be a blessing one to another. And Father, help us to pick out and find people that need an encouraging word today, especially those that are of the household of faith that have been saved by the grace of God yet they struggle through life and have difficulty. May we look out for people and salute them and encourage them as we've been given examples by Paul and the writers here. And then also we think about those that are serving God in difficult places. We would, would you touch them? Give them that added measure of grace that they need and help us to realize we're not the only ones serving you and that there are others serving even in more difficult situations. Help us to live for you, Lord. We ask you these things in Jesus' name. Amen.